Officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. You, out there in internet land. I, I fully went at that like that old Star Trek board game. Experience beige! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, was that experience beige? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's literally called. <laughs> I'm not joking, I'm not making it That's up. That's what it's called here too. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, hi out there, welcome to Happy Checks RPG. Where whatever intro I'm going to give you is going to be off the wall. Every week, <laughs> that's my what I strive to do, and I've succeeded this week. Uh, because if I can't amuse myself, why bother? Uh, I'm Kadave. I'll be GMing this session of the Blade Runner RPG uh, by Free League Games. Uh, our fifth episode of Burning Bright, our, our game here. Um, if you need to catch up on any past episodes, you can visit happyjacks.org slash burningbright. All one word, and you will find our listing. Or you can find us on YouTube or the podcast streams or uh, even the Twitch highlights. You could find things there, too. Whatever your preference, go ahead. Um, letting everybody know, like always, this is an M-rated experience. We might talk about sexy times. We might talk about murder times and describe whatever's happening. Um, so... <laughs> Just to let you know, if that's not your jam, great. Um, that's okay. There's plenty of other games in which you can find pretty much everybody here where we aren't doing that. Um, so you can check out all the other games at happyjacks.org slash shows um, and see what suits you. We've kind of bounced around and done a lot of game systems. So if you're looking for something a little off the wall, you probably will find it here. Uh, with that, we also have extensively used safety tools here. We support them in every way. Uh, we know what we're not going to include in the game at all already, because we talked it out as players of the game. Uh, we also have on the table our fancy re remote wireless X-card buttons. We all have one on our tables, so if uh, something comes up in play that doesn't sit well with somebody, all somebody has to do is push the button, and we will strike that and move on in a different direction. That's all good. And it doesn't always have to... Like, X-Card doesn't have to be a life-or-death situation, everybody. It can be cool. I have named a romantic interest just off the top of my head the same name as your aunt. And that's a problem for you, and you don't like it. Cool. We'll come up with a different one. That's fine. Or maybe it's the same name as, you know, somebody that you used to date and you don't like anymore. That's also fine. It can be even a little minor thing. It's just about making everybody comfortable and having a good time. Um, yeah. Let's go around the table. I think we went that way last week, so we're over here to Sam. Hello. As Dave just said, I'm Sam, also known as Red Pandroid on the internets, um, and I'm here to play Kestrel, who is uh, basically an anthropomorphic hand grenade uh, and a replicant. <laughs> Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns. And uh, today I'm here to play Haru, who uses they, them pronouns, uh, a um, arbor enthusiast. Uh, also a replicate investigator. 
Um, <laughs> no notes, just... <laughs> Um, hello, my name's Cousteau. You can find me as Cousteau McGee on socials. I play, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Fior Ritari. Uh, he, him, veteran city speaker, ambiguous, extremely fomenting possible rebellions for humans and replicants. As a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey everybody, I'm Joey. You can find me online as Feywild or Feywild85, F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Gavin Huxley, who also uses he, him pronouns, who is the only human in the village. Um, he is the slicer, he is the, the fancy boy. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> and uh, looking forward to seeing how we're going to spin this uh, crime that we absolutely solved, but absolutely didn't, apparently. Um, can't wait to see how that turns out. I hope it's not my job, but it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's quickly find out Ooh, how wait. that's gonna play out. We gotta soon. do promotions and humanity. Yep, yep. I have it on the page already. Okay, yeah. Come on. Look at that. I remembered something on my own. Thank you, though. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, at the end of last session, we were running a little late. We didn't do the usual end of session ask some questions, figure out if you've earned some promotion points or humanity points. Um, so we're going to do that now. Uh, we'll do it the correct way this time, whereas if you answer these questions, you get a point, not you get 100 points over the course of this discussion. Uh, this is also a way that we can do our recap of last session at the same time. So, um, started out last session with Haru heading to use the Esper wall and do some research. Uh, about Doc Badger and that kind of stuff. Uh, you're not going to get a promotion point no. because you did not share that information. No. Um, and that's fine. Um, from there, we moved on to sort of the assassination at Kill Magazine. Uh, defenestration. Nearby. Defenestration. Some sure. light defenestration. Sure, sure. I mean, I, w I think he wishes he was lighter. So he didn't fall quite so quickly, but, um, but yeah, uh, Later so now. <laughs> you, uh, you managed to lure a not so nice person, uh, to a secondary location, uh, in which you planted a gun on him and shoved him out a window. Yes. Also took his ID, took all that. You took, yeah, he yeah. brought some paperwork for you. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So nice of him. And the, uh, he had some sort of chip. Yeah, the yeah, some information yeah, that Kill Magazine had about the, the whole situation. Yeah, um, so you guys did file it away, so I'll give you a promotion point for it for now Do because I, I didn't, I wasn't there, so I yeah, don't not, get that yeah. one. Great, I'm okay with not getting that one. <laughs> uh, but you found this guy; he clearly had a weapon. He had ill intent, according to the official report. He tried to get violent um yeah and you pinned the murder of sandor on him as well as the pavement yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh actually i will give you guys a promotion point for solving the the crime and a humanity point for misdirecting mm -hmm. justice away from from leah yeah. Uh, from there, you guys all went to the snake pit 
to annoy our favorite bartender slash club owner. Um, hmm. Trying to think if there's anything particularly. I don't. There wasn't really anything you did promotion point worthy there. Um, I would give uh, Fior and Haru a humanity point because you really connected with the dancers backstage. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I'll take that. Um, so that was sort of our downtime. Did we get any resolve back from oh, yeah. having a drink at the bar? Please. Um, it didn't go for a, like a downtime. Okay. Yeah. Because you were interrupted. Gotcha. Um. So does that mean our visit to Lilith Memory Labs is in that same shift, or is it? Uh, it's gonna be. That'll be the next. Well, yes. What you gathered at the Lilith Memory Labs is that same shift. Okay. okay. So yes. we're on. So day three, three shift one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The wee no, wait, hour. I have. N- wait a minute. Well, I had us at day two, shift four. Yeah, the yeah, Lilith Memory two. Labs was day two, shift four. That's right. Yeah, the Snake Pit slash Memory Lab yeah. is day two, shift okay. four. Okay, mine's in the wrong spot. Well, I can tell that that random yeah. bolt yeah, it's came off of that table because it's very squeaky now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send a message to Kimmy. Like, hey, um, table's falling apart. It wasn't a. Just an audio recording of the squeaky. Right. No explanation. <laughs> hey, if you're listening to this later. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of it that way. It's funny, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? I really didn't. I thought it would be annoying and funny, not like... I get yeah. you. Oh, I get yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The innocent one in the room. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's what they say. Yep. <laughs> Cool. All right, all right. Um, Would I get a humanity point for teaching origami to the lab tech? Or. Yes, yeah. Well, moving on from the snake pit, them. yes, when you guys got to um, when you got to the, the memory lab, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, yes. Okay. Uh, that is definitely, you helped rebalance someone. With your experience, so that's definitely well, almost unsettling them. <laughs> well, I mean, you caused them to be unbalanced, but then you helped. Okay, <laughs> okay thank you. You I'll fixed what you broke. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You took a minute to set that vase back up right. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. Promotion point wise, there was anybody. What was kept on the uh, off of the LAPD report? I don't think anything's been filed yet. I didn't do anything useful. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have filed anything yet because I'm trying to figure out how to spin this. Yeah. Okay. Because we solved this crime and yet here she is committing more crimes. Yeah. She's not being very helpful. It could just be an unrelated crime. That yeah. Be that, what I'm trying to hopefully spin mm-hmm. is that she got away and then was spurred to do this. Um, Fjord did... You share that postcard. I think it was you that found the Hollywood postcard. Did you share that with the rest of us? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to find Leah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone knows I'm tracking her KIA, but yeah, I did. You You told told us. Yeah, you told the the three of them. I did tell you. Okay. Right? You told all of us at the bar. We were having that. Yeah, you're right. The the heart to heart that wasn't a heart to heart. Yes. (laughs) It was a heart to heart. It was a heart. 
<laughs> I couldn't be the one to make that joke. <laughs> Not my place. <laughs> You're good. Um, <laughs> uh, I will give you guys a human. All of you can take a humanity point for uh, uncovering Leah's traumatic memory. Mm -hmm. uh, I did interact with my key memory repeatedly throughout <laughs> that session as well. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll give you a point for that. <clears throat> I even told someone about it for once. Yeah, yeah that was big. Cryptically, but yeah, kind of. It's still a big step for how to. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's anything else. So, just to recap what happened at the memory lab, uh, Leah was seen on the uh, security footage walking in, shooting the Elden Tyrell replicant in the leg on the way in, uh, stepping through the doors and shooting Lilith Tyrell in the head while rummaging through a backpack um, before grabbing a hold of Lilith Tyrell's husband and dragging him out of the place. Uh, in the rummaging the backpack, that's when she dropped the Hollywood postcard. And she said something about putting people through horror? Yes. Uh, she she did talk, like, she kind of mumbled through, you know, that's what she deserves for causing all of this pain to okay. all these people. Okay. Um, yes. And that she just wants to escape it. And then I think that she was heard asking the husband... If he'd ever been to Hollywood. Yes. And that was the last thing she said. Perfect. Yes. Right. Hollywood. So, uh, I think we'll pick up in the lobby of the memory lab, because you guys haven't figured out where you're going yet. Yeah. Uh, and you'll have a minute to figure that out. So, I think that's a good place to pick up for tonight. Yeah. Unless there's anything else anybody thinks we need to talk about from recap-wise. I think my only question is, is there a way for us to take... Any of the memories with us? Uh, I'm sure cool. you could load them up onto a great <laughs> right. little data chip moment. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So that would be the one thing that Hardy would do that before oh, we get sure. to the lobby. Sure. No problem. Just Leah's? As many as I can grab, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Do you okay. tell us all that you're grabbing as many as you can grab? Um, I'm assuming since you're right there, it's pretty obvious. I might not communicate it very clearly, but just like very quickly, unapologetically putting as many on the data chip as, as the data crystal as, as they can get. And they've done this before. Mm -hmm. um, takes it all. Um, I think it would occur to Kestrel that this might not be the last problem that comes out of this lab. And it might be a good idea to get a list if there is one of other replicants in the city that have their memories coming from this lab. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. No. Well. No, actually, I don't want to know. <laughs> well, Fior does. It's not going in the report to the LAPD. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, Fior is interested in both grabbing all the Pokemon memories and... Okay. <laughs> and... Um, not... He would want to know. He'd be looking for a. Um, 
how many memories were created like his his own and implanted mm, um so she created like hundreds of memories uh some of them are almost duplicate where things change just a little bit specifically uh, the traumatic ones yeah like leah's or, or my own or his own that is absolutely like the focus of her work. Here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So most of the ones she created are that way. Um, uh, and you don't, you're not able to put together, I'll tell you without even a role, you're not able to get a list of which replicant got which memories. Okay. Um, because that's Wallace's in. Sure. She's like the software producer that then sends it yeah. off and they match it up to gotcha. various replicants. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not. She doesn't have like a here's the serial number of which one got this memory that kind mm -hmm. of stuff here. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's more like she's the artist that's creating these, mm -hmm. and then she sends them off, and then they're the ones that print. Make yeah. the prints. She's and making sell. the horrible traumatic style guide, and they're applying the assets to yes. all yes. the merchandise. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, God. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Um, Thanks. You're welcome. All right, if she's the auteur in this master of horror uh, laboratory, um, Fiora then would probably reach out to the assistant to help, like, index um, sure. possible settings of the memory. I'm not sure. Is some way a... to index, like, what one was set in a nightclub? What one was oh. set in a nature setting? What one was, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, well... For anybody that's interested in any of this stuff on the computer, why don't we figure out the best possible role you guys can put together? Okay. Um, so in this case, it's going to be um, intelligence tech. Since you asked for help, yours could be empathy connections. Okay. Hmm. And if you get a success there, then I'll give advantage on the secondary. Cool. Another D10 around my eye. Probably so many. Yeah. Lucky, lucky, lucky. What is that? A six? Yes. Two, Sorry, six. Two, six. <laughs> okay. I like the color. Uh, so he uh, he sits down uh, at, at his terminal and he starts trying to organize what he can. Okay. Um, he doesn't have complete access to of everything, course. but. Uh, he does provide you with essentially a, a table of contents mm -hmm. that you can use to tie in a piece together. Things that for memories like in this vein and memories in this vein and okay. that, that kind of a thing. So um, with your second success, um, I will give you that there are some memories that aren't traumatic that are experiments that she tried to do that are just wild memories. Like some of them of like somebody being a superhero hmm. uh, and saving people and some, you know, all kinds of, of okay. other stuff like that. So that is a category too. Okay. There aren't that many of those. Okay. And he's not sure if any of them were ever actually implanted. Okay. That's fine. And indexes. Sure. I could start. So then that'll bring advantage <laughs> to the role for uh, uh, intelligence tech. Cool. So how, whoever's looking, we can figure out who, what the best role is here. That's fine. Uh, I have two Cs. I got a B and a D. 
Average C. <laughs> yeah, I've got a C and a D. You don't. You don't want. You cool. don't want me. <clears throat> We're really smart in this room. I know what a computer looks like. <laughs> cool. I guess Kestrel's. You can't flirt with the a computer. computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're gonna get advantage. So that means you okay. get an additional. Uh, you get my C. Well, that's for assistance. Yeah. So you're gonna get to roll a two Bs, a C, and a D, right? Uh, yes. Great. That's way better than what I would normally Because it's your two B's. attribute yeah. doubled plus my help plus tech. Mm-hmm. And for everybody listening, the, the ABC ranking is D12, D10, D8, D6. Come on, dice. Yeah, dice. Yeah, dice. Good job. Um, okay, I got a 10, a 6, and a 7. So four... So- Four successes? Four successes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So specifically, what were you trying to get out of the computer? This is the question for the the group that was involved. Um, How do you want to know where they got their tree design? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love them. (laughs) um, So... Remember I talked about there's that arboretum yeah. of real trees? Yeah. Uh, it was started by Eldon Tyrell. Uh, uh-huh. So she had full access to it. That makes sense. Uh, as Because that was like a... Because Tyrell Corp went under bankrupt. Yeah, they're gone. And all their assets were bought up by Wallace. Mm-hmm. But it's it's one of those like that charitable gift mm. was separate from the corporate assets. And is just in perpetuity over there, so she could just go anytime. God. That kind of a thing. Cool. Now we can actually work on the case. <laughs> okay. So we got three six or three. We got four successes. Correct. So we got, can we have a couple questions? Yes, of course. Okay. So, I mean, trees are one. That's great. That's a check mark. We'll have three more questions. Um, I would mine for last. I would love to get any personal information we can on what was her name. Uh, the person who died, Lilith. Lilith, Lilith Tyrell. Yeah. Any personal information I can on her, where she grew up, all that, like anything that might be on her personal computer, because if she used what looked like her memory on with Leah, maybe there's something in the past there in her past that Leah swore Leah will be going next. Hmm. Smart. Um. Sure. Well, I'll give you that she was raised here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. She, as a kid, spent a lot of time at that arboretum. She uh, would visit her uncle regularly, but he was always aloof and really dedicated to his projects. Um, So it wasn't like he was a real positive influence in her life. Um, But she... In all of the interviews and stuff about her, she deduced that using these traumatic memories, because almost every human has a traumatic moment, and it was, she seemed sincere in saying, it was a way that I felt really connected replicants and humans, because everybody in the world today has trauma. 
doesn't matter if you live on the 250th floor or the first floor, something shitty in the world affects you. And this was a way so that replicants could be more human mm-hmm. to her. Um, and it seems sincere. Yeah. Um, she obviously grew up privileged. Um, but basically, all of the money that she had access to mainly dis- whatever she was able to save went into building this lab. Um, and obviously she's done well for herself with it, but um, she didn't walk away with trillions of dollars like she could have. Okay. Nothing connecting to the memory itself. Nothing saying that there was somewhere they vacationed at one point. There was no... Like, where... where I'm trying to find, like, sift through her life or past to see where the inspiration for this memory may have come from. I, I don't... She was a pretty private person. And there really aren't a lot of records about her parents. Okay. So, really, she only sort of came to fame when she inherited the Tyrell Corporation while it was on its way down. Okay. So, uh, before that, and that's when she was young. Like, she was a young adult at that point. Now, it's 20 years later. She's you know, was in her 40s. Um... But before that point, there's not a, there's no real public record, and she really it's not like she wrote a memoir of like, oh how I had it all and it all was taken from me or something. There wasn't. Okay. So. Would that be something like a private record that we might be able to look at back at the precinct? Uh, let me see. Yeah. This will just be a complete role for her. How secretive was she? <laughs> well, it's more like, was she the kind of person that took notes? It's just the fact that she used an image of her childhood self in so the memory makes it think that there has to be some connection to her to this memory. Um, there is sort of a small, I guess the term would be like a scratch pad. Mm where she would take notes when she was creating memories. Um, and then most of them just got filed with the memory when she was done. Um, so you 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 will be able to look at that later. Okay, perfect. You can save that and take it with you. Yeah, love that. I have a question. Um, I think I would look for... Um, so I'm assuming there's probably some correspondence between her and whoever her contact at Terrell Corporation, or... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is uh, Janice? Janice? Wallace. Janice O'Reilly. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking to see, like, if Lilith Memory Labs, um, if they had problems before, like if they had negative feedback on other replicants that they installed memories on, and how much uh, Wallace Corp knew about the content of these memories that she was creating. Um... They have had a couple other problems. Not major. It wasn't a common thing. And they've had some great success also. Okay. Um, so I guess you'd call it within standard deviation, right? Like sometimes it goes wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Uh, and this five percent. Yeah, yeah, it's in that. It's in that. Anytime you manufacture something, there's going to be a percentage of them that are broken right out the gate. So that's just the. I forget the term that they use in manufacturing, but there is one for yeah that automatic loss of every you know unit. Yeah. Just like today, computer companies they make chips. A percentage of those chips are just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like without them. They didn't do anything wrong. It's just the manufacturing process is so minute and detailed that, and the chips that are slightly jacked up but still work, those become the lower priced ones that they sell, and the ones that have all the parts that work like they were engineered, those are the high priced good ones that they sell. That's kind of how this works. B grades. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they did get some uh, negative feedback of a similar nature, or um. You don't find any records of any that have gone, like, homicidally violent. Okay. But there have been some that have had... Uh, you, it would be easy enough to find uh, some records of, like, catatonia. Um, okay. Cool. Other records of, like, choice paralysis over simple things. Like, oh, am I supposed to put the red flowers in the vase or the white flowers in the vase... I don't know, uh, and this becomes a like a, you know, a full yeah. lock screen. Have you personally attacked? Yeah. <laughs> have you have you turned your replicant off and turned it back on again? Right. Um, which is kind of what Wallace tries to do. Right? Yes. Yeah. Bring him in, re-upload the memory, send him back out, see how it goes. But this seems to be the first one that, like I say, has gone homicidally okay. angry. Yeah. Or broken. Breakage. Thank you. Yes. That's kind of shipping related, though. I think there's another term. There's another one. The specific manufacturing say that. And it's like losses, but there's like a... eh. But you get the point. Yes. That's the important. Anybody else have any other questions about these memories? And you've got this catalog of them. Are there any specific memories that you want to try and take with you? Hmm. So, as far as indexing, can I find any that include um, certain types of figures? You said there were some that were experimental that included memories of being like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Are there some that include like meeting a superheroic figure, an authority figure? Those are the ones I'd be interested in. I mean, if you want, you can take the entirety of the experimental file. I'll take it. And you can just have that with you. Okay, I'll I'll take it. I'll research it later. As long as I have an index, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll drill down. And without the huge dome, you couldn't do the full interactive view, but you could watch them in a video format on the computer. Okay. Or with a regular hollow emitter, you mm-hmm. could do like smaller versions of it, but it's easy enough to re- create an environment you can view these memories later. Okay. Yeah, that's all I want. Sure. Anybody else have any other questions? How long has she been doing this? Uh, Specifically these traumatic memories? She's got into this pretty early on. Mm -hmm. um, Shortly after Wallace bought Replicant Tech and started working on it. So we're like sixes. I mean, sixes were the old Tyrell ones. Um, But she's... It's it's almost like it was a hobby in her teen years. Of like, ooh, look, I can can do these and... You know, uh, you know, her uncle encouraged her to try and yeah. 
that kind of a thing. So uh, when she took over the company, they were no longer manufacturing replicants. Yeah. Because that was already... Because it was super illegal, yes. Uh, So uh, then when Wallace bought out Tyrell and they started putting out... uh, Eights. Eights and nines. Well, eights and then nines. Yeah. Uh, Some of her memories were used in eights, but those were all sent off planet. Sure. Right. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't until they the nine model. They were all set off. Planet. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, uh, it wasn't until the nine models that she started doing a lot. Okay. Uh, so before it would be like again, like like uh, bespoke memory work. Yes, and I mean, she was specifically hired by ultra wealthy people mm-hmm. to craft specific memories to yeah. try and create the replicant they wanted. Got it. So there's a lot of those that, you know, like the Rolls Royce of memories. Yes. Right? So, oh, you want one with a Koa wood dashboard. Okay. Well, well it might take us 10 years Russian. to wait for a Koa wood tree to fall over. Yeah. Um, but as soon as we get one, we'll make it for you. That kind of thing. Cool. All right. Out of character, I have a really bad idea. I'm. <laughs> um, I'm tempted to use my last success to uh, sabotage the memories so that they can't be implanted in future replicants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How covertly are you trying to do this? Oh. I would make you roll if you don't want the rest of the team to know. Yeah. Because you've all kind of been in this discussion yeah. and looking at the computer files and all that stuff. How badly do I want to burn this place down? Um, Pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to, Hari was going to uh, take as many of the memories as possible. Right? Yes, and at least Gavin saw. Yeah. They weren't exactly okay. being secretive about it. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> so they exist somewhere. Not all of them. It's going to be hard to explain. It would be hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Okay. In Blade Runner world, is there a way to remotely access someone else's computer? You could set that up. Sure. Okay. If I could covertly do that. Again, it's going to be a roll. Yeah. If you want to keep it secret from the rest of the team. If you're going to be like, hey, everybody, I'm going to set up a thing so we can get in here and mess with this later. And you're telling the rest of your crew then you don't have to make a roll at all. You can just do that. Well, yeah. I'll have you make a roll, but it won't be to keep it secret. It'll be to see how successful it is. So, see how successful it is. Yeah. Okay. If you only knew what was going through Fjord's head. <laughs> hmm. But I'm not even that. I'm yeah, she's about as subtle as a bulldozer, so I think we're going to have to tell the team. Okay. That in case we need to access the information later. Why can't we just come back? No, we don't have to come here. You want to come back all the way back here just for that? If it's important enough. You're tripping the spinner, not mine. I mean, are they going to be okay with letting us access highly classified documents through a remote connection? Why wouldn't they? This is a separate company, though. This is is an Mm -hmm. associate of Wallace. We're doing Wallace a favor. Also, isn't your time more valuable? Well, yeah. Obviously. 
I'm just making sure that we're not going to shoot ourselves in the foot, that's all. I think that already happened today. Yeah, but we at least have one foot to stand on. I don't want to shoot the other foot, too. I don't know about you, but I need both feet to dance. So I'm going to say, do whatever you want. And Haru just walks out of the room. <laughs> Am I able to do it in a way that's not obvious to the people? So that'll be an uh, intelligence tech roll. Okay. Not assisted this time. Correct. Oh, I mean, are you telling us, though? Yeah. yeah are you telling us? Yeah. Um, then I would help you. Okay. okay. So what's your intelligence? D8. Okay. So you get an extra D8. Okay. Great. And try this one. Do a good job. I believe in you. I got a success. Okay. So you have successfully set up a user account. You know, absolutely not Kestrel <laughs> at gmail.com. Not a bird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, you can access this computer from Great. another computer. Excellent. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, okay. So, um, is there anything else anybody wants to do here at this lab before? You move on to something else. No. I suppose we should just get our story straight. Make sure we understand what we're reporting back in. Oh, we're going to do that now. Are we not going to report the murder and the abduction? It was already reported, but we're going to definitely disclose what happened on the scene. Yes. That's what Obviously. I'm asking. How much are we letting them know? Yeah, we're reporting the murder. You can't hide a whole crime. What happened, happened. But it was a separate crime from the one that we solved. That's the important point. I took some images. I'll upload them. I'll do what I can to spin it, but if you want your girl to disappear, she needs to disappear. So I don't know what kind of connection you have, but I didn't contact her fast. Still working on that. But we have a clue. Hollywood. Anyone want to take a trip with me? I don't know about you all, but I need a nap. Fair enough. Yeah. Pick it up in the next shift, then. Agreed? Yep. And Howard just uploads, like, cursory, like, regular cop photos of, like, this is the desk before we touched it. Um, nothing sure. actually substantial in any way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um... That's an important question. Are you uploading the security footage that clearly shows who committed this crime? I see no reason not to. All right. Yeah, I mean... They're going to ask, was there security footage? Unless we're going to get rid of Terry, I think that we have an answer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're going to upload this footage. Very good, very good. Uh... Cool. So you send that along to the file as well. Uh, you all depart. Everybody's trying to take a downtime, right? Yes, please. Okay. That's really need one. So uh, then we'll go around the table and we'll figure out what you guys are doing for downtime in a second. Do um, you guys have to open it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Kaimit. 
So, uh, I guess let's start with Gavin. Oh God. What's uh, your uh, what's your downtime plan? Oh, um, yeah, I think it might just be going home and maybe taking some recreational prescriptions and having a moment. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll a d8 for me? Sure. I can remember what a d8 looks like. <laughs> and you don't have anybody that lives with you. No. No. Uh, four. Uh, remind me again your um, key relationship. Yes. Uh, a doxy friend of mine named Argent. Uh, we have a, dece- a deceitful relationship. They know my deepest secret. Okay. Um, you're about halfway through a real good high, right? You're at that part where you're just like, now is a good time to find the comfiest chair in the universe. Mm. And I just want to make that part of my life. Uh, when you get a call. And it's Argent. Mm-hmm. If you pick up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Argent looks at you over the video connection and says, I don't know what you're doing, but there's a lot of people that are scared right now because of something you and the RDU were involved in. What? What are you talking about? I don't. Listen, I'm not going to name any names, but there's people out there that help us replicants, and they're kind of freaked out. And they're pretty sure that you guys are going to try and crack down and drop the hammer on replicants that just want to leave. I mean, let them leave. I don't know. I mean, who? if you're going to call, I'm going to need some kind of name so I know who you're talking about. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of hands and different pies. Listen, all I'm saying is I've never heard people talking like this before. And when a lot of people get scared that their one pressure release valve is going to get closed up by somebody with a sledgehammer, they could be unpredictable. Well, I can't do anything about it if you don't tell me what's going on. Okay. So you know how there's replicants out there that don't want to be retired, right? Sure, who wants to be retired? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be, so that's why we're having this conversation. Sure, yeah. It Instead of retirement, they want to just go somewhere else and lead a life away from whatever they were doing here in Los Angeles. And... Something the LAPD is doing seems to be tightening a net around those people. So I'm just saying if there's anything you can do to kind of slow roll it, it might be helpful. Yeah, I'll I'll see what I can do. I mean, it's tough with Wallace bringing on our neck. You didn't hear me say that. But um, yeah, if I see anything, I'll I'll try to keep our people away from those people. I, I, sure. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a plan. All right. All right. 
can I maybe come see you on Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Yeah, that's probably probably fine. I'll let you know what time um, some shits hit the fan, but nothing we can't handle. Alright, call me. Yep, you know where I am. Alright, and the rest of your evening. Morning. Yeah. Woo! Uneventfully. What does Fior do? Um, in as tranquil a mood as he can, he'll uh, sort through the memory files, not really looking for anything in particular, even with the index. Probably just like kind of how you'd play lo-fi hip-hop in the background on YouTube while you're just kind of chilling. But he is wondering if there is some clue, some connection to Leah, his own uh, false memory awakening, and uh, the doxy or his key relationship, who was friendly and went missing, and trying to revisit that key memory because there was a Blade Runner in a dimly lit club. And you remember, was that the Blade Runner? Just kind of not really trying to solve anything, just wondering, like, what, how much of this has to do with is he been, was, was he part of some manipulation? Was he induced work with another replicant Blade Runner, you know, as part of some overall experiment with Wallace? And okay. Um, I will give you this. It looks like after sorting through it, you are able to find a copy of your memory specifically. Um, but it's like not so tranquil anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's like the artist's rendition of the scene with Harrison Ford from the first movie. Mm where he chases down the the snake pit dancer. Mm -hmm. So that's very much the club vibe. But it's like through the filter of somebody that wasn't there and really didn't know anything about the place. Um, But it's clear that the way the memory is slanted is to make the Blade Runner a hero. To kind of encourage beneficial feelings about it. Right? Which is why... Wallace decided to try and embed you in the Reptitech unit as a not known replicant, right? That's the memory that they wanted to have the effect of, like, being a Blade Runner is a good thing. Law and order is good for the city. We don't want people running wild. We want those older replicants off the street from the Wallace angle so we can sell the new ones. Uh, you know, uh, it, you kind of get the uneasy feeling that you're part of like a planned obsolescence uh, program, right? Um, so for you, let's do you're the overheating apple battery, an yeah. empathy insight mm-hmm. roll just to kind of see how this information hits you. <laughs> Okay, lightning cable, let's go. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 O
No, oh, he's Lord. he's no. the one that's tasked with going around with a paperclip and just jacking up people's lightning. <laughs> <laughs> literally, a, literally a Samsung Android. Um, nope. Okay. So, uh, I think it's safe to say that this is sort of newly traumatic. You go with that however you want. That's fine. But the the thing you pull out of it is that this is based on the story of Harrison Ford's character, right? Mm-hmm. Rick Deckard, the Blade Runner, famous for that whole big pursuit and fight with those Nexus 6 units on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, as retold by somebody that heard the story as a kid. Mm-hmm. And decided, hey, if I make a memory and plant this memory in a replicant of being in the club and seeing this Blade Runner taking action to help people, it could be a motivating factor, right? Mm -hmm. So it was definitely, your memory was found in that experimental file, right? It's not one that is specifically designed to be super traumatic, Mm-hmm. It's it's taking that scene of violence and twisting it into well, obviously this was for everybody's benefit. That kind of feeling, which is what my gut was, some heroic authority figure. How so? I guess I'm asking. I'm thinking. <laughs> how why would he, why is he feeling the planned obsolescence? That because that. You were put in a position to hunt down older replicants. Okay. Okay. And get them out of the way. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Because people that might still be employing an older replicant might need a new one then. Yeah. Yeah. All is revealed. So it's not... Even with those failures, yeah, it is traumatic. However, it lines up with every horrible thing that's popping up in his life right now. Um, sure. It's consistent and uh, it's painful, but it just confirms, it cements his feelings about what he wants to do. <laughs> okay. And Wallace's place in it. And he's got some big decisions, some hard conversations to make. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> A <laughs> um, how many uh, resolve points are you down? Um, I have three total. I think so. Okay. Welcome to the club. Hmm? Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll let you, since you seem to be taking this in an angle of like your resolve has hardened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you restore any missing points of resolve because you have, you know, you have lined this up. You didn't have, you didn't take this as like a emotional breakdown moment, right? You took this as a, okay, I need to make a plan. This right? is what I am. Yeah, it's just coming clearer. Yeah. Okay. So you can restore any missing points. Okay. Uh, and get back to starting position. Uh, you can also. I didn't have any, so I'm... Okay. Well, he's special. <laughs> Sometimes the decks like me. Not often. 
<laughs> Not gonna question it. Haru goes home. Okay. Um, hoping that their key relationship is actually there for once. Okay. So they're gonna sneak home. Sure. Uh, let's let's see. <laughs> yeah. That's a oh. big boy. It's a Mountain Studio, folks. Yep, yep. And it ran into the light covering and made a, a loud noise for an insect <laughs> across the room from me. So yes, uh, and I've forgotten the name. Isabel. Isabel is home when you get there. Um, I think just for mood, Haru's soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They've taken every horrible damp way possible to get here. Um, okay. And they just... Like, come in and immediately go for another glass of whiskey like the last time they were here. Um, and they walk up to Isabel and they put the shattered memory core that they carry with them everywhere and the full one next to it on the table next to her. I think she looks at them. And have you shown her the broken crystal? Yes. Before? Okay. And she looks at the one that's obviously not damaged. She's like, did you find something? So... How much do you know about Lilith Memory Labs? I mean, just... The, the basics. that They seem to make... I, I read that article about mm -hmm. traumatic memories or something for Wallace. She's the one that took over Tyrell after... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she was rich and had a hobby of making bad memories, I guess. Memories with a lot of trees in them. Mm. Uh, she would have been one to know what they look like. Yeah, apparently. Um, Just, you know, rolling the old marble around. Do you have one you want to watch? You know how you really want to know something and then you don't? Uh, Do you want me to pick something on that crystal to watch? Yeah. And she takes it and walks over. And, um, you actually notice for the first time that she has installed one of the new Wallace projectors. Mm -hmm. um, and she walks over and plugs the crystal in. And you see that, like, robotic arm slide mm -hmm. up and onto the ceiling and start to spin. Um, and then she kind of flicks through some stuff on the little menu, and she just picks one at random. Yeah. Um, and the living room around her transforms into, like, Costa Rican jungle. Um, and... There's uh, there's a man standing there in like full hiking through the jungle gear, right? Mm -hmm. Boots and shorts and one of those sun hats. Um, and out in front of him is a woman who is like looking down at a river that's flowing by, but it's paused. It's just there, and he's kind of half mid stride, and she's kind of peering over this edge down into this river. Do you think he kicks her off? Mm. 
She made some fucked up memories. You want her to hit play? She kind of looks back at you like... Yeah, okay. Yeah. So she hits it, and... Uh, the man is immediately like, Whoa, 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 step back from the edge! And finishes taking his step, and a snake shoots out of the bush next to him and bites him on the leg. And he's like, what the, ah! And then the woman turns around and is horrified because it's apparently some kind of venomous jungle snake that has bit him. And he almost immediately starts going into shock and dies there in the jungle before she can get him dragged to safety. But the memory ends with her, like, arms around his chest, kind of trying to pull him through the jungle towards help of some kind. And she's like, what the fuck is this? This is what she was doing in that lab. What the fuck? Yeah. I expected it to be like, oh, I lost my car toy. No, when they say traumatic, it's like people getting hit by cars, people getting destroyed by natural disasters. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, well, how did you get all this stuff? Huh. She's fucking dead, by the way. Uh, and she kind of looked alarmed. Like, um, I I mean, this is fucked up, but... I didn't do it. Okay, okay. And she relaxed a little bit. (laughs) Like, okay, she, somebody got upset. There's a, uh, there's a rogue replicant. Oh. She did it. Do you think it was because of this stuff? I mean, honestly, yeah. Okay. Well, um, and she kind of looks at your glass of whiskey and, and goes, here's to uh, an end to another bad thing. Yeah. <sighs> and I think Haru, uh, like, walks through the jungle projected around the room with the like woman dragging the man off paws to the side and uh kind of looks at her and softens takes a big drink of whiskey and then uh leans in to kiss her i think um, she doesn't turn away but i think she kind of takes a hold of haru in the it's safe here kind of way um, like, don't worry about all this stuff. Here is safe. Kind of emotion. I think in the most familiar way, they just kind of melt against her. And uh, the rigidity that they almost always hold in their body vanishes. Cool. Um, you can get your points back. All right, Kestrel's going to her apartment. Gonna check on that roommate. Also, on her, (laughs) she's gonna send a message to her brother to meet her there. Okay. I need to talk to you now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's find out how now he is about getting there. (laughs) Oh! Prompt. (laughs) He picks up the phone, and, like, the video call is actually... Um, 
<laughs> your dog's nose, <laughs> like in between his arm and you. Okay. And then he's like, "Excuse me. Oh, okay, what? What? What do you need?" Because I got a ten and a twelve. Amazing. Uh, so he is prepared. He's in my house. Already at your house. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Stay where you are. I need to talk to you. Uh, oh, okay. I was just making dinner. You want some? I can make more. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I should eat something. Okay. We'll see you in a few. Okay. You arrive. It's fine. So she kind of like stomps in and like just puts her shit down wherever it normally goes and immediately goes to hug the dog. Just like Brick. And like Brick is sitting next to your brother who's at the stove who is like plucking out single, uh, Ramen noodles and seasoning <laughs> bread. Amazing. Um, as he's kind of stirring and and mixing, and he's like, uh, "What's up?" Too fucking many things, unfortunately. You remember that somebody involved in my case that your friends didn't want to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she showed up at fucking Lilith Memory Labs and shot the owner in the head and kidnapped her husband. Oh. So. That's kind of a lot. Much as I would like to help and empathize with her situation, she's going to need to get out of town before me or one of my team finds her. I think that's all in process. Do you have anybody you can call to tell them to hurry up? I I can see what I can do. All right. You might want to tell them as a rule that if they're going to ask us to turn a blind eye so people can get out of town, they get out of town promptly and without doing any further crimes. Listen, I, I didn't expect... That's happened either. I look, I know the whole reason I came was because I thought that things were planned to get them out of town already. And I mean, sometimes it takes a couple of days, yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't, I didn't expect uh, just random murder spree to nope. start. I... Makes my job a lot harder than it has to be. Sure, sure. Um, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll go call right now. I mean, I kind of have to hide where I am. Yeah, there's some other shit you should probably talk to him about, though, first. Oh, okay. So the reason she went and shot Miss Lilith Memory Labs in the face is because they've been implanting trauma traumatic memories as key okay. memories sure basically preloading replicants with ptsd oh to make them more compliant hmm. and i'm not talking like i fell down the stairs as a kid memories either huh okay uh, i'll pass it along right. there might be more people like her suffering and looking for revenge well i mean i guess on the plus side 
She's already dead. Yeah, I mean, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you have friends that are in touch with replicants who are in need of help, I don't know, maybe get some kind of support group together or something. This is not my area of expertise, but... I mean, not really me either, but I'll... I'll, I'll... Like I said, I'll talk to Somebody one. Somebody needs to get ahead of this before I got more people to go retire that I don't want to retire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've never heard of any other problems before. They've had a few never this bad. Other people just going catatonic. Not great. It's not shooting people in the face, but it's also not a good fate. Nobody deserves that. Sure. Uh let me let me go right now i'll i'll go try and meet somebody in person okay. and i'll call you i'm sorry it's not your fault man you're just trying to help i, I just i didn't want another person to have to die just because they're not doing what they were made to do preaching to the choir man i can't do much if they're gonna go on a crime spree though i get it um yeah let me go let me go do some talking and i'll call you in a little while i'm willing to help but it can't oh i get it yeah, my yeah. expense you know yeah yeah i didn't come all this way to get retired on earth yeah it's supposed to be safe here Oof. uh okay Okay, uh, I'll go. Uh, soup's almost ready. Just like two or three more minutes. Right. Brick doesn't care if the noodles aren't ready yet. No, he'll eat them yeah. literally in the brick. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where he got his name? Probably. Feels bad. <laughs> Crunchy boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so he like grabs a couple of his things and pets the dog and waves goodbye and runs out the door. Okay. Um, what's your plan for after he's gone? Lay on the couch, eat this soup and, and have brick lay on me like a freaking weighted blanket. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you can recover. Yeah. That's fine. Over hundred pound weighted blanket. Please crush me. I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody had a downtime. Let me actually write that down so I don't forget. Oh. All of the pencil that ever came out. Okay. Uh, beginning of the next shift. Um, all of you get a call <laughs> uh, from dispatch. Uh, the sends you all the same message that's basically um suspect logged uh immediate retirement order for leah mm -hmm. um uh you all get um a note that is um a commendation that you have all earned 
a uh, Legion of Merit award oh, <laughs> for solving the original crime against Sandor. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, the it has like each one of them comes with like you get it as an email, right? And they've they've all got a little note from the deputy chief that is like, "This is not an award for me. This is definitely coming from above uh, as a thank you for two things: doing some damage to Kill Magazine, uh, the." is definitely against the interests of our benefactors uh, and for solving this terrible crime and proving that, uh, you know, our replicant officers do the right thing. Uh, the, um, the next message that you all get is from, um, What's their face? I have forgotten now. Well, I'm afraid well. to say. Yeah. I'm oh, looking at their name right here one. going, no. <laughs> Who's the last person I want to talk to? Um, and Quell has sent a message, uh, two messages. The first being, uh, hey, thanks for your help. Uh, we appreciate any efforts to really promote Wallace products uh, out there. Um, you've done a great job. Congratulations. And then the second time-stamped one. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Why did you not find Leah before she went on a fucking murder rampage? Uh, I expect to hear from you all soonest end message. Uh, and it is delivered from the... Uh, the Wallace AI, uh -huh. but with Quell's voice. Like, she wasn't on a video recorder. She was, you assume, stamping around her office angrily, dictating the message. So it's this happy-looking AI that's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Stupid. Why can't you get anything right? Yeah. Cool. Love that. Fun. Uh... <laughs> I guess Kestrel messages everybody. It's like, who's going up? Who's up for going to Hollywood? <laughs> what part of Hollywood? What's the the thought there? Just roaming the streets? I mean, the postcard is of the sign. Sure. So I think that's where Kestrel thinks. Like she had this postcard. She asked the dude if she wanted if he'd ever been to Hollywood. Her hunch says go to the Hollywood sign, if it still exists. It does. Uh, I'm open to other suggestions, though. Well, I was inviting us to go there. So, I mean, if you were asking us if we're going, then I'm going. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I'm in to go. I'm, I was debating on getting in contact with Wallace Court, but I think waiting at least a shift is a power move that I think we have the ability to do at this point. All right. I'm going to go see if I can find our um, trigger-happy friend. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're looking for. I'm going to look somewhere that isn't Hollywood. Fair. Yes. I was going to say, do we have any other... Uh, oh, you're not referring somewhere. to the, the Esper Wall cop. 
No. <laughs> I know where he is. <laughs> Two places. Drinking some chai. <laughs> Holding down a chair. <laughs> Drinking chai. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where was Leah's apartment? In it's like not LAPD. LAPD. Okay, it's not anywhere provided, near Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. It's actually pretty close to the headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. How do you Unlikely she would go walked there. there. Right. <laughs> okay. So you're going somewhere else. Dog Badger. Very good. You want to go to the Hollywood sign? Yeah. I'm going for Hollywood sign. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. All right, I'll go with you. Yeah, Hollywood sign. Okay. I mean, with if we split up, we can cover more of Hollywood. Oh, true. Itself, we don't all need to go to the same place. What are in this new Hollywood? What are the other main points of interest? Let's take a look at the monstrous man. Yeah, it's a big boy. So, yeah, Hollywood sign makes sense, but if there are other. Uh... Uh, it's kind of close to like Rag Row, right? Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, on on sort of the southern edge is Kill Magazine's headquarters. Yeah. Uh, uh, Rag Row. Um, there are a couple of uh, there's a club called Aphrodite. Uh, the Red Light District is sort of. On the far end of Hollywood. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like, it still exists as part of the city. Uh, there's actually quite a few mega towers that have gone up along the hills um, that are up high enough so that they could look over into the valley. Oh, Jesus. That's cursed. It's my neighborhood. Ouch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remind me what her memory that we observed looked like, what the setting for that looked like. It's, uh, it's a family tree. farm, right? Mm-hmm. Like a almost rural farm okay. mm-hmm. with trees. Gotcha. I was kind of hoping that we something in her past that... Something similar, yeah. I don't think we're going to find anything yeah, There's certainly nowhere Hollywood. that you know of that, that has had, actual that trees around like those trees. <laughs> Anywhere in Hollywood, I guess I'd I'd want to go somewhere where if someone wanted to get out of town via Hollywood, oh. like there's there's a port authority, trains, buses, boat, like so no boat. Uh, in this reality, there's not a lot of out of town. Right. Um. So there's not like a regular rail system. I mean, there's some cargo. That comes by rail from some of the other mega cities, uh, but mostly between here and there, like from here to like San Francisco, is just mostly wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's that environment. If you watch the second film, mm-hmm. where he went and tracked down Dave Bautista, right, right, out there, it's just algae farmers and. Bug farmers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bug farmers right. and all that kind of stuff out there. The subsistence farm. Um, they're not really making a lot of money, but they're surviving. But it's between that and occasional giant trash mounds filled with scavengers. Um, 
So there's no real regular passenger transport. I guess is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I guess what I'm asking, so like, as I was kind of thinking of like the area where Dave Batista was, mm -hmm. if someone were to try to get from Los Angeles to that part of sure. the state, how um, would they get there? There's, I'm assuming like this underground replicant railroad is getting them out of town to somewhere. I mean, Kay takes a spinner to get there in the movie. Sure. Um, I mean, you could take a spinner. Right. No problem. That's not within the reach of most people. Right. Um, there's there's going to be occasional, like, bus-style transport that rattles on its way. Like, the best way I could describe the bus would probably be, like, the Electric Mayhem Muppet bus. Right? <laughs> like, it's just pieced together from random bits and painted over 15 times and... It, you know, it's got random chickens and goats and people and all of that that are taken out to these farms and back. Uh, there's probably like once a week a long haul transit that takes that goes as far as San Francisco, which is the next sort of mega city, but it's still way smaller than LA. Okay. There, but that's sort of the next civilization north. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could find that. It's not specifically Hollywood tied. Uh, most of that comes into the valley, right? And is transitioned onto smaller transport things there. There's still some probably like cargo rail transit that, that brings stuff from those outer farms in, um, to the valley and then is distributed from there. But not specifically Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, though it's not Hollywood, let's let's all go there because I mean, she has to be in theory getting out of town. Sure. And that's the most likely way she'll be getting out of town. So I'm gonna try to go there to see if I can figure out where she might be if she's there to stop her from killing more people. That makes sense. Is there a touristy area still left? In Hollywood, not really. It's the snake no. pit. You've been there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's the clubs and the snake pit. That's sort of the far end of Hollywood, going into like the Sunset Strip, the kind of out there. Um, okay, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, tourism isn't really a thing anymore. Like most people yeah. stick to the mega city that where they are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I suppose there's probably some like mega wealthy people that have the money to take a spinner from town to town. But like air transit is not a thing. Like they're not running commercial airliners anymore, and that kind of deal. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But um, so would you? So you're going to the Hollywood sign. You're telling. You told us you're going. Yeah. All right. So I'll uh, communicate with you. I'm. I was already intending to go that way. So I'll go with you. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's start with Haru's randomness. Yeah, you know, definitely working with a team. Never. Um, <laughs> gonna go see uh, Doc Badger. All right. Uh, I think I already showed you his picture before. Yeah, I know what he looks like. Uh, a reason. It's not his camera. <laughs> 
He's great. <laughs> there he is. So uh, you can head to Doc Badger's. You know right where it is. You picked up the information there. Yep. Page. Uh, so Doc Badger's place is surprisingly pretty nice. Um, you get there and it's got thick acrylic windows mm -hmm. in the front um, that lend an air of security. Um, it is lit with warm light, um, so it doesn't look, it looks inviting, actually. Um, it does have a two-door system, so you walk in and then you have to let the first door close and then somebody on the inside has to hit a button to let you come inside. Sure. Um. That makes sense. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but you get there, um... And immediately you see Doc Badger, he's sort of sitting behind the counter. Um, and he's cleaning and tinkering on something in his mm -hmm. hand, uh, like with a little fine brush. Um, but around the room, there's a surprising selection of random objects. You know, there's uh, an accordion up on the wall that looks like it's in really good shape. Like, it doesn't look like it's no holes. decayed. Like, it looks like you could pick it up and play it. There's, uh, you know, a, a pile of metal detectors in the corner. There's uh, a drum kit set up in the middle of the room. But, you know, it's just all kinds of random things that all appear to be in pretty good shape. Um, hmm. Not, He's not selling junk here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good stuff. Uh... And he kind of gives you the nod after he buzzes you in. Okay. What are you looking for today? Uh, you know, doing a little look around. Uh, wondering if you have any, uh, anything interesting. Well, I have lots of interests. I, uh, I usually only buy things that I like. Oh, um, well, you got good taste. So, if you have any questions, feel free. Or if you're looking for something in particular you don't see, I'm happy to... See what I can do for you. Uh, there is something I'm interested in. Um, what do you, um, I have a recent interest in trees. Oh, well, uh, you have expensive taste. Yeah. Um, and they pull the picture out of their pocket and smooth it across the counter of the man, child, and two trees. Ah, I see. So you're more interested in the memory of the tree than an actual tree. And maybe someone who might have also been interested in the memory of trees. Um... And he kind of gives you a look up and down. He goes, for the right price, I can help extract a memory. Mm. That's good to know. Um, this, this is some of my work. I, uh, I helped a lady. She came in and was looking to get a hard copy of a piece of her memory. So I was able to get it for her. Oh, interesting. 
And what uh, what did she want with it? What do people do with that? Uh, I guess she gave it to you. No, I found this, and they flip it over, and it's got their yeah, name yeah. on the back. His name on the yeah, back. He's like he's not denying that he yeah, yeah, helped yeah. make this at all. Um, well, uh, I, I don't know what she did with it when she left. She you seemed just pleased with my work. Huh? It's just a scan. It doesn't hurt. That's good to know. Um, where'd she go after? I I don't know. I don't know. She said that the picture was. I don't know her family. You know as well as I do that family in this is relative, right? Well, I I just take images from the scan, right? You take images from a regular old human brain. Let me double check, but I think so, yes. I'm asking Dave the hard questions today. <laughs> hey, you didn't ask for anybody's name. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, no, I was wrong. Um, well, if you remember your family... They're your family, right? Unless your family gets hit by a car and an implanted memory. Well, I don't do any implants. Oh, I know. I'm not saying you do. Okay. Just wondering, what was her interest in this, other than a nice picture? I, she honestly came in and, and just wanted to get a hard copy of a picture of her family that she remembered. I, this is, I just pulled a still. I didn't try and pull out the whole... Memory, that's a lot harder. Also, it's gross. You don't want it. All right. Do I... Do I believe him? Is this... Me, Kai, I'm inclined to believe him because I really enjoy him as a character. But is he... Is he lying to me? Oh, well, you could do an empathy insight. One success. Okay. Uh... It seems like he's telling you the truth. Yeah. Um, it does seem like he's withholding a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, but not in a deceptive way. Like, maybe he's just not giving you everything about this person. Sure, yeah. I'm going to... I'm a little down on coin, but when it's payday, you might see me again. Well, you know where the shop is. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, he reaches behind him and he pulls out. It's uh, a business card uh -huh. for the shop. But it has like a little embedded screen that like it, you know, it shows like weekly specials. Cute. <laughs> on it. So it's like, you know, you see the accordion and it's like, oh, on sale for only, yeah. you know, three Shin Yen. Uh, authentic autograph by Weird Al, like, <laughs> so, you know, like, it's stuff like that. So, like, and it seems to change and cycle through, like, a little slideshow of weekly specials, and he gives it to you. Ooh, let's see. Haru flicks it, uh, puts it in their pocket. Uh, you, uh, you stay good. Always. Mm. Uh, cheers to being the first cop to come in here and not try and rough up the place. Listen, I got better shit to do. Well, 
Whenever I'm open, the door's open. And Haru just turns and goes into the, like, barricaded little double door area. And he lets you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where I'm sorry, we talked a lot about around a lot of stuff. Yeah, where uh, actual... so like the wherever like those buses and things okay. would be, like the transit authority. Sure. Area transportation home. Sure. Um, and it's kind of out at the far end of the city, right? So it's in terms of our Los Angeles, it would be out like south of the hills of Bel Air, like right mm. at the 405 top of Santa Monica kind of area, right? Um, and you can look south and you can see the occasional rocket launches going into space from the spaceport that is LAX. Um, and... I'm going to look up at those wistfully for a moment. Um, the, the transportation hub itself is... Sort of full of a bunch of people that don't seem to be in a hurry to go anywhere. There's a combination of unhoused folks, it looks like, that have been here for a long time, that have kind of set up their little fiefdoms around the area. Um, and then there's people that are clearly trying to transit somewhere. Um, maybe with the hope of a job, something lined up, or maybe they're trying to get out and start their own little farm. Um, but people with various amounts of possessions, you know, some folks that, you know, they're carrying two suitcases and other people that have like a backpack and they're carrying a baby, that kind of thing that look like they're just sort of waiting around, but they want to make sure they get on the next transport. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, kind of what you see here at first glance. Okay. Uh, I think I want to approach some of the people who are here, kind of a mix, like some of the unhoused, some of the people who are waiting around for transit. Okay. Try to get an idea if anybody has seen Leah, maybe grease some palms, like, here's a little bit of money, keep an eye out for her. If you see her, let me know. There's more of this where it came from, that kind of, that kind of vibe. Sure. Let's do a thing. Hang on a second. Uh, why don't you do, uh, empathy connections? Oh. Okay, yes. And if you use a Chinyin, you get advantage. Uh, yeah, I'll use a Chinyin. Okay. And you get paid. I'm only down to four Chinyin. Oh, yeah. Paid. Just burning it up. You're only down to four? Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. that's twice of what I started with. I started with nine. God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, advantage is my empathy again, right? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. So funny. Uh, yeah, that's a seven, a three, and a one. So it's at least one success. One success. Okay. Um, you make your way around and you buy people some cups of coffee and you talk to some folks. Um. Nobody's seen anybody that matches the description. Okay. Right? Um, you do find there's um, 
person that looks sort of like they're dressed like an old train conductor uh, that works for the bus line that says, well, I haven't put anybody that looks like that on a bus. Um, but I'll tell you, everybody that leaves on this bus has to get scanned and thumbprinted. So I don't think that underground people are using this as a way to get out of here. Mm, mm-hmm. Would be my guess. Uh, I'm not going to say that every employee is the best and is super strict about it, but in general, we're pretty good. You know, we don't want somebody hijacking the bus. Yeah, uh, I understand that. With this person, it's a real possibility. Oh. Well, uh, if I see anything, I'll call you. Please, please do. And I'm also, just for, for good measure, also show them pictures of um, Lilith's husband in case they're traveling together. Very good, very good. Yeah, he's like, no, I haven't... I certainly haven't seen anybody in the last two days. Okay. It looks like either one of those. Okay. Well, if you happen to see anybody, you know, to get in contact with me. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, but he thanks you for the coffee and the donut. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess at that point, I'm going to try to get back in contact with Argent. Okay. Now that I have a sound mind and body. <laughs> uh, you can totally make the connection. Okay. Listen, I want to help. You know I want to help. There is someone who is endangering whatever it is you want us to try to keep hidden. If you want us to help you keep this hidden, we need to know where they are. I don't... I don't know how they move people out of the city. Do you know who does know? If I give you a name... Can you leave them out of it? I can sure as hell try. I mean, they're not the one that went on this rampage. That's an important thing. If you can sort of quietly ask some questions, fine. Uh, why don't you do um, an intelligence manipulation? Okay. Intelligence and manipulation. Smart boy. Oh, you said manipulation, not empathy. Let's try the actual right die. We're going to push. Oh. Uh, yeah, that is a six and a one. So I'll take that six. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's this old guy. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, he sells butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> the poor Aurelian. Oh, no. Okay. Um, he's more like me than like you. Okay, I understand. I don't know if you do. He's an old guy. Uh, okay, now I understand why you want to keep him under wraps. But he helps people. Look, I don't... That's not my job right now. Bringing him in. We need her. And 
until we find her, they're going to keep digging. And if they keep digging, they're going to find your underground operation. Yeah. So. I get it. So if if you want to go talk to him, talk to him. He's reasonable. He just wants to help people. But if it gets out that I put a cop onto him, I'm not going to be long for them. Not because of something he does, I don't think, but he has a lot of friends. Sure. And if suddenly he ends up retired, they're going to be looking for who did it. Look, I got no plans to retire this guy. He just needs to point me in the right direction to find All right. our subject. Suspect. So, yeah, she points you to the Aurelian shop. All right. Okay, hold on. <laughs> This poor guy. Because <laughs> I had to make sure back to the elevator. I didn't. I, I love it. I didn't visit him. No, you went by, but you didn't go inside. He has made no contact with me. Yeah. Which is why I should be the one to show up. It'll go great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you really crushed it last time. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> All right. The Hollywood sign. Mm-hmm. What's your plan for getting up there? Uh, well, what is the terrain like and or obstacles now? Is there still a fence? I mean, not so much. Like, oh. it's certainly not maintained. The sign itself is kind of fucked up. Several of the, the letters have fallen. Yeah. Uh, but it's still there. You know, you can still see, you know, Hollywood. Right. <laughs> or Hollywood, I guess I should say. Hollywood. Um... Uh, and there's still a road that gets up there, but it's not well-maintained. Okay. You're going through a lot of those Hollywood Hills narrow streets to get up there, um, weaving around old abandoned houses that nobody really knows it. It's not feasible to like just take a spinner there. You could absolutely take a spinner there, but it's not subtle. That is very true. Like a spinner could get you there in minutes. Because it's on top of a mountain. Like, right. That's the fastest way to get there for sure. <laughs> um, I think I would want to take a spinner to like a tactical distance away. Okay. I'm not going to like walk there, but. Sure. You could. I would let you take a spinner up and land amongst those abandoned houses, kind of, and then you proceed the rest of the way on foot. Yeah. That's totally okay. fine. Because this, presumably, she would have had to come through here if that's where her destination was. Yep. So, uh, yeah, like, land near the abandoned houses and then look for evidence that somebody's been through here recently. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you... Are you going in the spinner also? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to double check. Your favorite. Uh, you get up there and you land. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, you uh, land amongst sort of these, what were once very nice homes, have now just kind of decayed. There's a couple of places where those infinity edge pools that once looked out over L.A., you know, the the pool edge is cracked and the water has long since flowed away, but now there's been collections of people that have taken up residence in these homes. 
temporarily, and the pools are just like refuse piles, um, that kind of thing. Uh, and just down the hill is sort of the base of several mega towers, right? So even at the top of the mountain, that's still only like halfway up these towers. Um, so even at the height of daylight, a lot of this is in shadow. Okay. From the towers, because the sun is to the south most of the day. Yeah. Um, you kind of start hiking up the hill. Um, I will provide. Oh no. There's a map. There is map. G. Ah, oh, G. Okay. No <laughs> oh, G. <laughs> So you start hiking up the hill. And the sort of boxcars that look like a train are the letters of the sign oh. where they are. Um, and you kind of get up to the last of the houses. And up there at the base of the sign, you do see that there's a couple of tents propped up. At the base of the sign. Okay. That look like there might be some people in there. There's some evidence that there's there's a couple of like glowy lights, little mm-hmm. lantern kind of lights around the tent. There's several of them. Uh, how many of the tents look like they have occupants? Uh, there's probably three or four. Okay. Are the tent openings facing us? They're kind of behind the letter of the sign. Like, so you guys are kind of right at the edge of uh, Mount Lee Drive. Okay. Like where it says Map G in mm-hmm. the image on my book. I don't know if it says Map G on yours. Uh, so where it looks like the Mount Lee Drive road starts. Okay. Not the big area at the other side of the, the road. This, but This. Yeah. So top. that's where you guys are. Okay. Most of the tents that you can kind of see up the hill from you are up against the backs of the sign. Okay. Um, Are those the little rectangles? Uh, yeah. No, they're not really on the map. The oh, they're tents. not. On the map. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is the rectangles the are the the sign. The, the, the sign, sign itself, itself is the rectangle. That makes more sense. Thank you. It's actually that uneven in real life. Yeah. Yep. They are not. They are not just. No. They have bad kerning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. I think I would like to sneak up and get a closer look. Okay. So why don't you do uh, agility stealth? I'm going to go up to... Okay. Are you also going to be stealthy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So same role. Agility stealth. I think she would instruct you not to directly follow her, but to take kind of a... Yeah. Serpentine baboon. No, I'm the one that can be subtle. You're walking, looking like a walking tank. (laughs) Son of a bitch. I look more like I belong here. Oh, better. No, that's the opposite of better. I'm going to push. There we go already. Do it better. Yes. Use up your resolve. <laughs> okay, I got a success. Okay. I got one success. Okay. It was like so minutely cocked, but it was a 12. I was so mad. <laughs> ah. Um. 
So you guys make your way up the hill. You get close to the sign. Um, as you close in, um, you're in a position where you're amongst some of the dead brush that's still up there and various detritus that has fallen here over the years. Um, one of the tents unzips and out of the tent, uh, you see, uh, Iris the dancer and she kind of like stands up and stretches and kind of walks around a little bit, get some circulation going. Huh. Um, and then she kind of moves over to the other side of the tent where you can't see, but squats back down. How far away is she? Maybe 20 yards, 30 yards. Okay. Sorry, I'm just thinking how much Kestrel knows about Iris. Um, Whatever you put into the system about her. Okay, so you never saw her. That she exists as a dancer at the snake pit, yeah. Okay, so only Haru kind of. I don't know if you ever met Iris. No. No. No, we were busy in the front. Yeah. 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 And she you didn't kept come it out the front of house, did she? I don't think so. But yeah. oh, I know. went, yeah. But I'm not there. Yeah. No, so. she did come out because didn't you buy her a drink at the bar? Yeah, yeah. you know what? Yes. Okay, so, so I do know what she looks her. like. Yes. Oh, and we all met like in her dressing room last time we were there. Oh, that's true. And with the big lipstick note. Yeah. Okay, okay so I would know who she is. Yeah, okay. Recap. You're right. Um, Good job. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a team. Um, okay. So I look wherever you are in my vicinity. I look over to you, and um, I, I'll just walk over to you because at this point, it doesn't matter. Sitting together, she knows me. So well, you're not walking out. If you attempt to walk out of cover, she's like. Fucking stay where you are. Mm. <laughs> All right, so you don't want. Absolutely not. You don't. You don't want to be seen. I don't want you to be seen yeah, either. You. We're still sneaking up on these people. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never been in a battle before? <laughs> I'm not thinking of this as a battle. It's like a recon. Everything's a battle. Everything's a battle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Literally, Kestrel's mind and everything outside of it is external reality is war. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or dog. Or dog. Um. All right. So I guess I'll just give you like some kind of some kind of tactical hand sign that that way to her. Okay. I'm not. Um. But I am going. I am going to go to her. But just very casually. Um, um, sorry, I'm just having a thought. Okay, so I'll just casually walk up. Okay. Um, so you step away and you move up there. Um, you get much closer, you know, uh, 10 yards, and she spots you. And she's like, oh my god! Uh, and you hear inside the tent, you hear a deeper voice go, what's, what's the matter? She's like, oh, no, no, I think it's okay. And she kind of stands up and, and gives you the wave like, what are you doing here? 
Um, how big are the tents? Um, they're those tents that would be sold as a four-person tent, but really it's a two-person tent. <laughs> you got to divide it in half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's it's you know those standard sort of dome tent kind of size. Not terribly roomy. They are not. All like right. it's it's room for two people to sleep comfortably. Okay. If you actually put four people in there, you would be very friendly. Um, so is it Styles' voice? Uh, it sounded like, it like it totally yeah. could have been. Okay. You didn't really get enough of a sample to be like, it's for him. sure, that's Styles, but it was in the right range. Okay. Um. Ooh, what do I say? <clears throat> so I didn't expect to find you guys here. Well, we got your message. And Styles came by and said we had to go. Okay. And like inside the tent, you hear a bunch of rustling, and you you hear like, "Just give me a minute, I gotta put my pants on." <laughs> and uh, she's Good like, "It's Styles. fine, it's fine. I think it's fine." <laughs> uh, and uh, and she's like, "Well, so we." We have an arrangement to, to get out of here, like you said. Good. Are you going to come, too? No. I need to help someone else. I'm still looking for that cop that shot the other officer. And it's gotten a little complicated, so... Oh. Um. Last I heard, she was... She flashed a Hollywood... I showed them the postcard. She kidnapped this guy. What? It's a long story, but... She's on the run again, and she's her presence is making it difficult for other people to get out of out of town, stay out of sight. I need to find her. You know anyone else who might have spotted her? Uh, and she kind of points at the tent, like new arrival. Give no, no, give him a minute. He'll be out. <laughs> uh, and then the the tent opens up, and Styles is still like trying to attach a belt and. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of peeks out and he's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Did someone tell you how to get here? Like, you see him kind of go through this parade of emotions like, what are you doing here? And show him the postcard. It's like, yeah, we we use those to tell people where to go. Um, the cop that shots, shot the other officer, she's she's headed this way. I need to find her. Well, she's supposed to be up here already, but... Well, she, she would have come with company. She has company? I sure. I show him the guy that she kidnapped. Well, I, I haven't seen him. Um, is he another cop? What, what? Nope. It's a little more complicated than that. But right now all you need to know is I need to find her. It's going to be difficult for anyone to lay low in LA. Well, so we tell people that don't have a lot of heat on them to come here. In her case, she knows to be here this afternoon. That's when we're leaving. But in the meantime, I, I, I think she's probably at a safe house up here. Or somewhere else. There's a bunch of them. I don't know all of them. I just helped out. 
I need your help. Where, where would you suggest I go to find her? Because I do want to help her get out of here. But I also need answers. I need to talk to her about something. Well, it's personal. So, you know the guy that runs this operation, right? Yeah, one of the people. He's, he's the one that knows where people are. So he's the conductor? Kinda. He's been helping out people longer than I've been around. I don't want to draw any more attention to him. I already got. Okay. So what time is it? What time of day is it right now? Uh, so this is like late, like morning. Late, morning. late morning into the beginning of the afternoon. Okay. And I misspoke. She should be here tonight. Tonight. Okay. Okay. The middle of the night. Remind me, does Styles have a way to communicate? Not a KIA, but some digital yeah, I mean, communication. He can make a call. Okay. All right. So he has my number. I would give that to him. I need to talk to her again about memories. It's important. Well, I mean, if she shows up here, I can call you. Okay. He's like, you did us a solid. We're getting out of here. Okay. Uh, we just need until tonight. That's the next transport. Okay. It's good to see you. I wish you luck. Well, thanks again. Honestly. If you ever need to get out of here, you know the guy to talk to. He can do it. I think my business is here. I think the best way to help you guys is to help myself. But I'm going to need help. That doesn't mean you. But I need that. I need Leia's help. Well, I like I said, if I see her, I'll I'll call you. And this this other guy, I don't. If I see him, I'll call you. I uh, I don't think we need to worry about him so much. <laughs> okay. I appreciate the offer. I don't want you to complicate your life. You guys really need to get out of here. It's getting. Heat's freaking getting bad in the city. Yeah, that's that's all we're trying to do. So um, I'll walk away and I'll leave, and uh, I'll just as you're walking away, he says, "I'd stay away from the transit hubs." Oh, because uh, I had some friends say that they saw some Wallace squads. Outlook and private security kind of guys. Wallace well, has private thugs? Of course they do. I thought they would be a little more discreet about it, though. I I don't know if they're employed as much as maybe some soldiers that were made for off-world that are working here. That's interesting. Thanks for the tip. All right. Be safe. Um, so, um, you don't want me to come near you. <laughs> no, she's waiting for you to leave okay. and for them to go back in the tent. Well, like normal. I refer back to like she's obviously yeah. like heating up like a can of beans on a little stove, camp stove kind of a thing. Yeah. So she's not going right back in the tent. So okay. I'm not leaving yet. Then I'll, okay. I'll walk away, but um, I'll text you or message you. We need to talk. Uh, was I close enough to hear their conversation? Probably not. 
Okay. Because they weren't talking very loud. You probably heard the, what the? Yeah. That kind of <laughs> outburst, but. I think while they're talking, she's kind of looking at watching Styles' body language and mm-hmm. watching the other tents for movement. Mm-hmm. Um, do I see any people moving around in the other tents? Um, you probably do see a little bit, but not like a lot. And nobody else jumps out of their tent. Okay. People that maybe were kind of laying down, that sort of tensed up kind of. A, like you hear mm-hmm. a little bit of like nylon fabric rustling kind of noises. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. But, but nobody like, help, I'm being kidnapped. No, 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 certainly not. Okay. And, and nobody even seeming like they're struggling. It's more like some people heard voices and sat up like, do we have to run? Kind, yeah. of, a, kind of a feeling. Okay. Yeah, so I will wait until an opportune moment and then sneak back down the hill. Okay. That's easy. So I guess I'll do the equivalent of uh, 24th century, well, 23rd, whatever century we're in, and drop a pin <laughs> so you can find me in the shadow. <laughs> okay. So you guys can meet back up. That's fine. Okay. You can easily get out of sight and out of hearing range from the sign. Okay. She's not here. I figured that much. But she will be. You know when? It's going to be tonight. We got some time to find her before then. There's someone who can help us. Instead of dropping a dragnet over the hills. That shopkeeper. The butterflies. I know the one. You know him? We've met. When was that? It was in my neighborhood. You were shopping? I shop. What? <laughs> <laughs> I shop. <laughs> this is going to work, Kestrel. We need to put our cards on the table. You weren't just shopping. He's not just a shopkeeper. He's the one that's helping, going to help her get away. We need his help to find her. Thought we do. Because they're not getting away if she comes up here. That's right. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm going to head to the Aurelian and you come with me. You're going to stake out this position. No point in staking it out until she's closer. If we can get her before then, all the better. Um, I think our girl might have to be a sacrificial lamb to make sure other people can get out of town at this point. Are you going to be okay with that? I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. I would prefer not, but she's made quite the mess. Might be a mess that creates a bigger mess for everyone else. I know what you're saying, but she didn't really have a choice. On some things, no, but she had a choice on what to do with it. She had the chance to get out of town to get away from the things that happened to her. She chose revenge. That has a cost. There's a consequence, but it doesn't mean she has to die. Like I said, she didn't choose to have what happened to her happen to her. She was an officer. She had a badge. And then suddenly, she wasn't who she thought she was. She wasn't herself. She probably didn't know what to do or to do better to make rational choices. It's not, we can't judge her by the same same standards. I'm not judging her. 
I would have done the same thing in her shoes. So would I. That doesn't mean that we don't have to do what we have to do. My issue is she's not going to be Ill, the only one. It's not just one person making a, a problem for all the people that want to get away. I've got a data crystal full of memories, fucked up memories going into people who could be living decent lives, making good rational decisions. It could be a whole army of Leas, Leas out there ready to pop and do irrational things. That has occurred to me. Well, at some point, the layers in this world need to stop paying Wallace's fuckery. If we can get ahead of them getting to this point. That's why we need to get her. She doesn't need to die. She needs to help us get to the bottom of this and maybe change it. We'll see. The other issue is the rest of our teammates <laughs> might not be fully on board with this. What do you think? I don't know. I think Gavin's more on board than I thought he would be. How do you, I'm not so sure about. So we play it close to the chest for now? We got to see where this thing goes. I... I was on board to get her out of here. But she's made it really complicated and hard for me to do that. As a person who's been in her shoes, she could have made different choices. And as much as I don't want to be the person who brings her the consequence of her actions, if it comes to that, I will do it. I don't know about you. I'm not so certain about who needs the separate consequences, considering we, we framed somebody already. So who are we to judge? Who are we to dispense that kind of justice? I don't know. Considering we just admitted we would do the same damn thing. I never said the consequence was coming from someone who deserved to judge her. <laughs> At least it could come from someone who understands. That's if honest. it has to. I think if we find her... You're probably the one she needs to talk to first. But if she is willing to talk, I will talk to her. I think that's why I need to be there. I think we need to meet her together. If I meet her, I think she'll be willing to talk. Let's see if we can find her first. We gotta hightail it to the Aurelian. That we do. All right. The next shift. <laughs> they just get a message. I struck out in sector five. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's the whole message. No message. <laughs> How much of people's plans are you putting out there to the group? Um. That's the important question. Perhaps. I think she would check with Fjor first, but I think we should let them know that we have a bead on where she will be later today. And we're going to do some legwork to see if we can find where she is. I think we include Gavin, but not Haru. They dip out on us an awful lot. Seems fine. Good to know I'm following up on a lead. Maybe we can get her before she gets there. I'll update you when I know more. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
still looking for the suspect. You just get back not striking out. (laughs) 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 Maybe check in with Wallace, question mark. You just get a bunch of middle finger emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Just a long train of them. Uh, uh, Gestro would suggest that maybe that's your forte. Yeah, I don't want to follow up on the sleep before it gets cold. Fair enough. Make a phone call along the way if you gotta. I don't think you want them talking to me. What lead? Can I help? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think there's any reason why I wouldn't. <laughs> Literally, all four of us show up at the butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old man's gonna be like, God damn it. Yeah, I'll um I can't name my sources, but I have a good uh reason to believe and this is just to, to Haru. Because I will have seen that that message did not go to Haru. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this seems fishy. Um yeah, so I have a good reason to believe that uh the Aurelian, this guy who sells butterflies. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, you know him. Yeah. He wouldn't fucking tell me anything. Did you ask nicely? That's your job. Yeah, which is why I'm going. You want backup? Will he talk if you're there? I'll stand outside like a good dog. All right, then. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> why don't we... I'm just going to roll a die. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> um, I'm coming from Sector 5. I'm right there. <laughs> Well, yeah, but it's just a matter of, yeah, like, who's going to show up first <laughs> together. I love this. this is so, so... Uh, Joey, high or low? High. Okay. You and Haru get there first. Yeah! <laughs> it takes you guys a little while to pick your way down the hill and yeah. get back to your spinner. Apparently, that's that's what took you there. So, you guys are on Animoid Row. It's the middle of the day, so it's busy. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of people shopping... There's people that are offering all kinds of various critters and entertainment and everything along there. So it's busy. You don't really stand out because it's a lot of people. Okay. You guys meet up. You're welcome to. All right. So I'm going to go in there and talk to them. Try to maybe deter people from coming in. Oh, I can do that. You know, I thought you might. Yeah. So I'll I'll go in and uh, approach... The man behind the counter, I'm assuming the Aurelian is working the counter because Styles doesn't work for him anymore. Yep, it's him. Great. He's, in all of your collective knowledge, he's the only person that ever runs the shop. Oh, okay. Um, Styles was more like a muscle slash helps with this underground thing. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, you, you step into the shop and he goes, welcome, welcome. And uh, he claps his hands and the butterflies do a little Beautiful. colorful display. Like, um, almost like one of the old at an airport ticker boards. Oh, mm-hmm. so oh, like they cool. create a pattern uh, amongst all the jars uh, so that it can display a message or like in this case, it's just a big heart. Cute. Right. That's a neat trick. Uh, I got some questions. For you, uh, can we talk in private? 
And he kind of looked, the shop is not very big. He looks around, and he's like, nobody else is here. Well, I thought you said, oh, I thought your people were coming in and out. Uh, nobody's in the shop right when you get there. Perfect. The, the row itself is fairly busy, but nobody's in here. Great. I've heard that if someone needed help leaving the city expeditiously, uh, you may know someone who might be able to help them with that task. We have reason to believe that someone you may have helped is causing quite a bit of mayhem on their way out which may bring unwanted attention on the other people who are just trying to get out. I have no qualms with that, with them wanting to get out. We, I am looking to find this person who's causing too many eyes on your operation so I can help get those eyes off you. Do you have any information? Do you know who I'm talking about? Why don't you do uh, an empathy insight? Empathy insight. That's too many dice. It's too high. Is it? It's a 10 and a 12. We'll oh, find out. Okay. Oh, that rolled out. So we're going to roll better. Oh, my God. Roll better <laughs> again. Uh, well, that is a nine and a four. So one one, I'll take that okay. one success. Um, as you started talking, you notice that his hand is sort of on his little chair that he's sitting in next to the register, and it had kind of slipped to the side. Um, but as you kind of went on, he's, he's like, do you have a name of somebody you're looking for? Leah. Her exit is starting to have a body count, and that body count is going to bring the wrong kind of attention on your operation. Oh. Not only a body count, but a rather high-profile body count. What do you mean? The people that she's killing are going to be missed. People that she's killing? Who did she kill? Doesn't matter. I mean, kind of. Why? Why would it matter? Her killing people is bringing unwanted attention on your operation. I'm trying to help you keep this operation going. I need to know how to find her so I can help get the watchful eyes that are watching out for operations like this off of you. And out of character, you're telling the honest truth. Mm hmm Absolutely. I get what you're saying. I guess I just wanted to know if the person needed killing. Whether or not the person needed killing, the end result is she's jeopardizing everything you're trying to do here. And whether that person deserved to die, that person's death could lead to the complete dismantling of what you're doing, which would lead to more retirements that would probably outweigh that one person's death. Why don't you roll just a manipulation? Yeah. D10. 
That's a six. This kind of thing tends to come in waves. This isn't the first time that there's been eyes out looking. I know how to take care of myself. And as he sort of says that, his hand shifts back to his chair. And he sits up. And you get the impression that he's a lot more fit than he looks. Hmm. Um... It, it's that, like, he was kind of hunched over in the chair, and he does look old, but uh, it it almost looks like he has some cataracts, right? Mm. But as he kind of shifts a little bit, you see that his eyes clearly focus on you. Um, and he says, I'll tell you where I put her, but I don't know if she's still there. I don't tend to lock people up until it's time to leave. Any information is going to help, especially since she has, we believe that she has a hostage with her. Hostage? She took a souvenir from her last spree. What the? F yeah. Uh, so there's, and you see, he kind of does some math in his head and he's like, I don't even think there's an extra seat. I don't know what's, so, he tells you, there's this apartment uh, in Sector 4, and I've used it for a long time. Um, and he gives you the address. Uh, it's on the top floor of this old building. There's a fire escape on the outside. Don't try and go up on the inside stairs unless you don't value your legs. Um, but that's that's where I sit. And you mentioned not locking people up and you know until it's time to move, which makes sense. But if she is gone, where would she be moving to? Uh, well, I mean, she's supposed to leave on the bus tonight with everybody else. It usually lands 10.30. Sometimes as late as 11, up at the uh, the old Hollywood sign. Hmm. Smart not using the main transit hub. Well, yeah, that, the transit hub would be if I was trying to get people out of town to stay here. I send people away. And he kind of reaches behind his display of, of butterflies, and he pulls off, pulls out this little... Flyer, which is handout R. Handout R. Uh, A pirate's favorite handout. R. Me uh, handout. <laughs> I think it was the timing that got me on that. It was pretty bad. How do we scale that image again? Uh, click the image so that's what's selected. And then control F. Hey! Nice. Ooh. And then you can scroll, scroll, hey. scroll it down a little bit. Do it now? Uh, oh, feel it, see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like I say, I've been at this a long time. So you're really able to get people off world? I have friends in Arcadia. They help people resettle. It's good to know. Alright, thank you. And this right when you guys get there. Haru's standing outside like a good guard dog. 
<laughs> Literally like uh, the fists under the biceps move, the whole thing. They're they're like five six. <laughs> they're not imposing in any way. Uh, but they're trying their damnedest. Looks and like you have successfully it. kept anybody else from shopping for butterflies. <laughs> right they're now. shopping for butterflies. And how do sees these two? Walk up. Hmm. Hey. How's it going? Just um uh, guarding the door. What reason? Uh Master Huxley is in there doing his thing. Ah. Uh-uh. Alright, I think I know where Oh. Oh. What a unlikely surprise. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. You guys were expecting us. You knew where we were headed over. I. You were coming here. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Didn't you get that message? No. It seems that I was left out of that one. That's oh. embarrassing. Now you know how it feels. And I just walked inside. Oh! Oh! <laughs> You are with the passive aggression. Love. That wasn't passive. That was aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> as much as Fioro bitch slapped somebody without using his hands. I think it's all over that burr. That was from the Book of Haru. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to need a minute. This is personal. We already, we're already getting the info we need from the case. Are you doing some shopping? Need some butterflies? I know some that actually need some uh, something of a new home. I make my own butterflies. That's weird. <laughs> I thought my roommate would like butterflies. I literally made an origami butterfly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, so I leave these guys like on the border outside. Is it are the doors automatically open or closed? Is it like an open I, kiosk? It, it, or? It's like a it's it's like an old push door. It's not push an automatic door. Okay. door. Yeah. All right. So, so you can totally step inside. I go in. I hold up my KIA. I turn it off, put it on the count. Can I help you? I don't need help. Nope. Styles and Iris told me you could help me find Leah. I need to get to her. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, okay. But not like the others. Do you mind if I check in? How do you mean? With Styles, you know a name, but I don't know you. So, um, I um, I threw a little city speak at him. See if he understands. Yeah, I know Styles from the Snake Pit. Sure. He liked to hang out there, and he's also fluent. Leah shot a cop. She's bringing the heat on the city. I told Styles and Iris to get away. I gave them credits get out they came to you because of me yeah they're squared away they did me a solid by telling me to come to you the reason i'm here is because leah is dangerous right now but i'm not here to put her in cuffs i want her to get off world but i'm the only one that you can see right now that will not kill her the ones behind me well, and the only reason I won't kill her 
is because I know exactly what she's going. Hmm. And I pick up my KIA, I show him a memory from the data crystal, my and I tell him, this was my implant. All the Leahs are going to go through what she went through at some point. They weren't made to handle it. I don't know if I'm newer, if I was made with more resilience, what I was made for exactly, but I didn't break. But that's because I was made to retire. Replicants. I want to warn the other Leahs about what's going to happen. I need her alive. I need people to know what Wallace is doing. Hmm. And he kind of smiles a little bit to himself. He goes, you know, you remind me a little bit of myself. My enemy wasn't Wallace. My enemy was a company called Tyrell. That's where I came from. But I still want to help. But if Leah's out there and she's kidnapping people and killing people, I can't, I can't hide that for long. There's not a lot of time, I know. She's supposed to be on the moon bus tonight. There's a chance if I find her before the others and she's still got her hostage, I can keep her alive. Not... And uh, again, he kind of chuckles to himself and he goes, I'm pretty good at reading people, but I'll tell you, I just sent your friend out of here a minute ago with the information I have where she might be. Uh, and he tells you about the apartment. Did she have her KIA on her? Uh, she was still wearing it, but it wasn't on. Last time I saw her. Um, but I told her to lay low in that apartment until it was time to meet the bus. Is there anyone near the safe house I can tip off? Um, I could maybe make some calls and see about getting somebody there to help defend the place. But I don't have anybody that's going to, the only, the only thing they can do is start shooting. Not worth that. It's been enough of us killing each other. Who did who did she fucking kill and kidnap? She killed a Tyrell. She killed Lilith. Lilith implanted her with memories. A traumatic memory. Hmm. And she popped. She she didn't know what to do. And she wasn't herself. That's saying a lot considering none of us are what we've seen right now. She killed a Tyrell. Do you want help making sure she gets off this planet? Honestly, I think there's a part of her that's still a cop. Because right now, that's all I know that I am. And if Tyrell or Wallace spits out a version of us, creates life, and fills it with a bad soul, this is their mess. Doesn't need to come down on her. Also, it can make a lot of bad a lot of bad actions, and still do some good. And I think a dead Tyrell is a good start. I agree. I need your help, yeah. I need your help to help get her off-world. If you want, I'll send a couple of my guys. No killing. I just need them to stall. Stall the others. 
I can meet her on the roof with my spinner. Then get that message to her. I'll send what I can. Um, I'll tell them not to try and kill anybody. But if they get in a gunfight, things can happen. I'm not going to say my guys aren't going to shoot back. I won't let I won't let anyone on my team get hurt. Okay, I'll put in the call. It's funny. It's like looking in a mirror, isn't it? I wish I was 25 years younger again <laughs> to help myself. <laughs> so do I. But uh, <laughs> if you have any other friends that are planning to stop by, can you tell them that we're closing for the day? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I actually have no. <laughs> <laughs> if I were you, I would set up shop somewhere else. Fresh start. Yeah, I don't plan to be back. That's a good idea. But um, you know how to reach me if you hear of any more Leos. It's probably about uh, a couple hundred more of those about to pop up. I'm probably the best person to help them out. I'll keep my eyes out. And nod and then walk away. And so. you, as soon as you exit the door, the like security shutter slides down over the place and the the little lights that illuminate the butterfly sign turn off. What'd you say to him? Just ring out the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I told him there's too much heat right now for what he's doing. He needs to leave. So we're protecting these people now? These people, Haru? Yeah, these fucking people. Who are you referring to exactly? Oh, just people who are hiding known murderers and kidnappers and rogue elements that are trying to, I don't know, make the entire city turn against us. He's not hiding those people. He didn't know where her crimes were. He thought she just needed to go underground. So you agree then that she needs to be brought to light and answer for her crimes. Uh, yes. If only that were the actual case, but sure, yeah. You disagree with Gavin? Listen, I'm here to put a bullet in the head of rogue replicants, right? That's my job. That's what I'm here to do. After all, I'm just a good dog. He tell you where Gavin, she was? Gavin, do I smell an yeah. air of cynicism? What, from me? No. But yeah, I know where to find her. At least where uh, the shopkeep thinks, or she should be, until she's supposed to move later tonight. Well, let's go. Yeah. Time's ticking. Yeah. You gonna come, or you gonna close down some more shops? I heard the uh, snake wrangler back there could use a couple hours off. I ignore them again. <laughs> uh, as you guys are gearing up to leave... You see probably one of the nicer spinners you've ever seen leaving from behind the shop. Um, it's like all spinners look kind of cool, right? But this is, it's got the angular look of like a stealth aircraft. Mm. So it's like flat matte black panels all over it that kind of cover up even where the wheel wells are and stuff. Um, and it lifts off and takes off into the, the dark sky. It's the Batmo spinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but then you guys lift off and you're heading to the apartment. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you fly over to Sector 4. Sector 4. Where you encounter a building that is on map F as in Frank. Map F as in Frank. Map. Go away, G. Map F as in Frank. There it is. Give you back. And oh. the off-world brochure. Sure. That is now in Gavin's heart. Oh, it's <laughs> getting laminated. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll pass that. Well, thank you. So, um, are you guys planning to immediately get there and land as quickly as you can in the spinner? Or are you going to land a little ways away and approach stealthily? Probably land a little ways away and approach yeah. stealthily. If Kestrel has anything to do with it, yes. And it's my vote. Haru's going to back what Kestrel's going to do. I'm assuming you told her the thing about not going on the inside stairs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, I told Kestrel. Yeah. And I told Haru. Haru's like, well, what if we just fly up to it then like we jump off the spinner? It's very obvious. Very loud. Very loud. There's just less ladder Element climbing. Surprise. I know. We're going to run. They're not particularly loud, but they're very obvious. They're very obvious. They're obvious. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Obvious. Okay. I guess I can climb a ladder. I did I did pass my physical. I'd rather Bully climb a ladder than get shot in the face while I'm jumping from a spinner. You're first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you land, you know, a half a block away and you make your way up. Um, as you walk up, why don't you all roll an intelligence observation? Intelligence. Am I walking up or am I landing on the roof? Did you you go in our spinner? Yeah, are you with us? I have my own spinner. Yeah. You can't all fit in the same one. That's true. (laughs) Okay, well. Because I went to Hollywood in my own spinner. I went to the Aurelian. Uh, I have a five and an eight. Two successes. What am I rolling? Intelligence observation? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys have been a little weird, so I'm not going to roll you. Sorry, so I have to roll this Are you planning to just land on the roof? Mm-hmm. Okay. They know you do, do we not. see this? I mean, like, he comes swooping in after you guys have landed, and you're, like, making your approach, and you see this happening. Uh, so I'll tell you what you see with your rolls first. And Two then... successes. Okay. So, um, with and you also got two successes, right, Kai? So, um, the two of you with two successes, you see that there are um, three total people that you see around this building. One of them is kind of kicking it at the bottom of the fire escape. It's kind of leaning on the building. The the traditional, like... Not a lookout. Person (laughs) just out there having a smoke kind of a look. Like, they're... Kicking back against the building, one foot's kind of up and they're smoking. Um, you do see that there is another figure up on the roof. That's what you see with your second success. Okay. The other figure up on the roof is basically all you're seeing is this much of a head. Cool. Kind of peeking over and keeping a lookout. And the third person is actually across the street. Mm. And they are amongst... Uh, you know, your home, a pile of garbage. Yeah, my favorite place. Uh, but they are laying there with some kind of a weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, like, hidden in the trash, but keeping an eye on the building. Haru very clearly, just, like, I'm sure Kestrel also spots, but, like, yeah. Haru, like, points to them. 
Mm-hmm. Very subtly to Gavin. They have not. Okay. And then Haru long points to the person in the trash pile and starts to kind of veer that way. Okay. Okay. And that's when Eeyore flies in and manages to land right on the roof. Um, and you see the person that's on the roof like whip around, but you can't really tell anything else because it's kind of got, yeah. you know, one of those false edges mm-hmm. around the edge of the building. What do you think you're doing? Subtlety? Do you want her to run? My KIA is still off. Oh. Cool. Tight, 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 tight. Great. Uh, okay. Did you leave it at the shop? Or no. did you take it with you? Okay. No, because, you know, things That's that fine. are going in the report. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I didn't know if you were like, I am off the grid, this is enough. <laughs> or if you're like, no, okay, I'll take my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to double check. Okay. So you land on the top of the building, and you can get out of your spinner, and you see that there's uh, a guy standing there, and he's got... Um, it looks kind of like a large caliber pistol in his hand. He's not particularly aiming at you, um, and he kind of gives you a nod. Um, so, uh, we're here to slow some people down. That's right. I'm here to take her, to get her off world. They're here to take her in. I need to talk to her before they get to her. Uh... I haven't checked inside yet. We just got here a minute ago. Then we need to hurry. So, he kind of gestures that there's a door that goes into like a stairwell from where you are. Okay. I know. Um, when I turn on, I turn on my my KIA and I tell him this is a red herring, but I need to I need to cover my tracks, cover my ass, and um. I communicate. Do we usually communicate to dispatch or directly to uh, chief, deputy chief? Uh, I mean, you normally just file your reports with the dispatch and the computer system. Okay, right. So I just, I just wire. Uh, I just go to dispatch. Um, um, all channels, whatever. Um, moving in, Taprian suspect. Um, I think the dispatch AI is immediately like, "Do you require backup?" Back of his on the scene. Very good. There we go. Um, so you head into the building. Back to you guys in the street. While roof guy is distracted, mm-hmm. um, where? What's the terrain like between me and guy at the bottom of the fire escape? Um, you've got like one street width. Mm-hmm. Uh, the genie to cross, and then maybe another 10 yards to the fire escape bottom. Okay. There's some detritus, but there's not a lot of cover. Once you break from where you are. Right. Um, are there any alleys nearby that could, like, we could get further down the road? You could break and go around the building, come up from the other side. Okay. But that would probably take you a minute. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to cause a distraction. (laughs) Gavin, you're distracting, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to need you to draw that guy's attention away that way. Kevin, I'm going to say this. Punch me. 
<laughs> Not as hard as you can. <laughs> she knows that. <laughs> Do I need to roll to punch him? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's voluntary. You're not. Go ahead and roll. Okay. So, uh, strength hand to hand. And I roll favored. That's fine. Uh, this is not to see if you do damage or how much damage you do. It's just to see how successful you are at making a distracting injury. Okay. It's fine. We're doing get help. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly it. Okay, I got a ten, so that's two successes. Okay. So what kind of injury did you want to have? I mean, mainly just, you know, a punch to the face, you know, like bruise and maybe a gross busted lip, you know, that kind of... Not your money maker. Looking like a mugging. Sure. She will happily oblige you. I figured she might. So you have been struck up on the face. <laughs> and I will come hobbling from the, around the corner. Crying for help. Been mugged. Someone call the police. Someone help. Howdy starts to run the opposite direction of this as well. <laughs> just like, like fully running away. Like, like oh gosh, something's happening. Doesn't actually say anything, but just like starts to run yeah. away like like when street disturbance I barely got happened. away. I think they're still behind okay. me. So is your intention to look like the mugger that is running away? No, like like oh. I'm fleeing. I'm like, fleeing. Oh god, I have nothing to do with this. Yes. Okay. All right, very good, very good. I just wanted to double check what what role you were trying to go for. Yeah, how do doesn't look like a mugger? She's like Kathy Griffin in Pulp Fiction. Like, oh my god, <laughs> what a pull! Yeah, wow. <laughs> but uh, perfectly appropriate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? I saw the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Smoking guy. Excuse me. Uh, smoking guy uh, kind of stands up from leaning against the building and he goes, uh, this isn't the right neighborhood. If you need some help, you should go that way. And he kind of points back. I am going to faint. <laughs> hey. I love it. <laughs> yes. So why don't you do... <laughs> Uh, Roll a bullshit check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess this is going to be like agility manipulation. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, that's two D10s, so let's let's go. Oh, let's actually... Roll it where it goes? Yeah, and not pull the bag that was resting on. Oh, we are definitely going to push. Look at that push. So much push. You can do hey, it. Push it real good. Jesus, come on. Push again. Wow. Oh, oh wait. Hold on a minute. Oh, wait. Moment of truth. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> As, as no, let's put the trying to put it in a test. Really? Are you the only human in the village? <laughs> oh, the irony. The delicious. Never <laughs> <laughs> no, this would be the perfect moment. This is perfect, actually. <laughs> so you you kind of go out there, and he's like, "You need to go," and you're kind of like, Whoa. and at first, like, you're like, "Oh, that's too much." Yeah, right. Like, 
do not let out like an awkward uh, wail. Uh, um, Tarzan, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime you're trying to fool somebody, t- take a full step back from Carol Burnett. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You never want to go full Burnett. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll your second push. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that is uh, a six and a ten. Okay. Uh, you, like, just perfectly do, like, a shoulder roll, like, and just collapse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you even, like, kind of bite the inside of your lip a little more so that you have more kind of blood to spit out on the street as you land. Uh, utterly convincing. Sure. Um you have some lots of questions about yourself now. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, uh, realizing that, like, this this came from, like, an emotional push, right? This mm-hmm. wasn't, like, a physical, like, you weren't trying to overcome your physicality. It was, you're in this situation and sort of the desperate need to succeed here. To figure out what's going on with Leah to get this all resolved, especially before it comes out that to your superiors at the LAPD, dealing with Wallace Corp next, all of that stress focuses in on you, and you flash back to your key memory when you land on the mm. ground, mm-hmm. which is so. My key memory uh, was as a teen, like maybe 16, uh, on vacation somewhere with my family, uh, being basically lured into a situation where I was actually pretty much like this. I was mugged. I was taken advantage of. I let some, I trusted someone I shouldn't have led. They led me somewhere, got mugged. Um, and basically my parents, after I came back to them being completely, you know, beat up, or like, well, you should have known better. Uh, and instead of letting that defeat me, it actually made me more galvanized. Like, I was never going to let someone take advantage of me again. And so that's that's the core memory. And I think thinking back to it, the impact of when you land on the ground and the position you put yourself in is exactly the position from your memory. Love it. Um which would be weird for a human because that stuff at 16 now, I can't even remember that exactly, but you have a very clear, like all of that flashes through your mind photorealistically, right? And it's not something that you've done before. Like you don't generally have an addictive memory that is something that you see those images every time. But this is... It's almost like you saw that memory flash through your whole mind as like a 16 frame per second movie, right? Mm. One of those, uh, you know, old handheld battery powered film cameras. Um, So it's like a series of still images, but literally the whole thing leads up to you laying in a street in exactly this position. Um Revealing that you were not what you thought you were. What? So, in no. fact... <laughs> Who? Oops. In, yeah. 
In fact, you. there were no humans in the village. <laughs> all along. Oh. Um, okay, I'm not Shyamalan. <laughs> the dice are the ones that. It made was the, the modern day the whole time. <laughs> Oh god. Well, I guess I'll check that other box. Yes. And uh, lower your resolve. That's right. I to the club. Yeah. Yeah. All of <laughs> But I think you get bonus uh, strength. Strength. Yeah. Yeah. Health. Okay. Mm-hmm. So your health goes up, but your resolve goes down. Yay. Is it do we know what that is? That by one or by two? I think it's two and two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's good because I have now used all of my resolve. Yay! Wee. That's a whole thing too. But we'll worry about that in a minute. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, because we've actually come to a good place. I think that that's the moment we have to stop on. Yeah. 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 yeah we can't. We can't just go on with traditional things after that. <laughs> so. Um, once again, we'll do experience at the beginning of next session. Okay. I, I actually kind of like, like that. Yeah. It kind of gets us back in the groove. Yeah. Um, so, thank you, Internet, for joining us tonight. Um, for the dramatic almost conclusion of this first arc. Uh, in fact, we're so close to the end of it that I actually brought prep stuff with me for a new story. Ooh. Um, so, by next episode, I believe we should have this all wrapped up. Unless you guys go even further off the rails, um, which is possible. Rails? Never met her. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need rails. Okay. Yeah. You have spinners. Yeah. <laughs> but um, thank you uh, to James in the chat for your always uh, incredible efforts to keep our chat room safe uh, without the help of our mods on all of our games and shows. The internet is uh, burning trash been. So, thank you for putting out our little part of it for a short time tonight. Um, thank you also to the Happy Jack's Patreon family. Um, you're all awesome, and you provide the funding that lets us get together and play these games and have fun. Happy Jack's, as always, does not take ad money or sponsorships for running specific games. If you see a game running here, it's because there's a person that wanted to run it, and a group of people that Kimmy knows um, such awesome folks uh, and asks if they'd be interested in playing in it. And we just get together and do this for fun. So thanks to the Patreon folks, it allows us to have some beverages in a little fridge and to have lights and an internet connection to be able to make this content for y'all. Um, and I can't wait until we get to the end of this game Ooh. and we do the sort of... Uh, debrief at the end. <laughs> uh, what did happen? Well, you see. There's, there's a lot of things we can talk about that'll be delightful. Um, let me make sure I'm not missing anything else. Those are the big things. Uh, let's go around the table one more time. Where can everybody be found in the, when they're not here on a Tuesday? So, mm -hmm. uh, Hey, everybody. Uh, I have been and still will be Joey, I think, unless I'm also a replicant, which, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> cool. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Feywild or Feywild85, F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E-85, or just Feywild. Um, you can also catch me live for the next two Thursdays at least as Lady Macbeth in Drink Spears' production of Macbeth at Lone Wolf Brewery in Yorba Linda. Uh, show starts at 8, and uh, hope to see you there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I am in full drag living my best Disney villain oh, no. life, uh, and it's great. 
And uh, that's all I got so far until I start caroling again and I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> like I do. Like a ghost. Like, a, yeah. like three ghosts. Nice. All at the same time. <laughs> Four if you count Marley. Five if you count Marley and Marley. Okay. Wow. Okay. How many ghosts? Yeah. It's so um, hard to Christmas carol with it wrapped around your head. You know, yeah. Sorry, practice. Sorry. <laughs> it's practice. Okay. Yeah, could go on for listening. I'm I'm Cousteau. I played Fior. You can find me on Twitter, X, whatever it is, um, at being Cousteau. Um, if you want to hear my opinions about game design and uh, Dungeons and Dragons subclasses and things of that sort, um, thank you. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I've been very normal. Uh, <laughs> you can find me all over the internet as Estelle of Imladris. Um, you can find me on Saturdays on Transplanter RPG and all transgender people of color led uh, actual play. There's so much more to that spiel and my brain just went full blank. Um, where uh, I am a core cast member for the second campaign, The Chaos Protocol, where we are uh, dimension hopping agents of fate. And I play a gay purple cowboy who is no one's problem and everything is fine. Uh, we are reaching the end of our very first arc where we have been exploring the Wild Sea, which has been super fun and not at all absolutely terrifying. Um, and you can come see the exciting uh, third to last stream for arc one on Saturday. And oh, things are just going further and further off the rails there. Uh, we've got a bunch of other projects in the pipeline. Can't wait to share them very soon. Exciting. And hi, everybody. I'm Sam. You can find me on the internets at Red Pandroid. I have been Kestrel, your painfully self-aware murder bot in this game. Oh, um, if you check out my socials, you can find pictures of dumb costumes I'm making um, and also things I've made for my shop, stiarnastore.com, which is open right now through Halloween season. Um, my most recent design, as we discussed last week, is uh, hot skeleton people in your area want to sin with you. So go check it out and have a good spooky season. And I have been Kadave, uh, and I didn't get to be Taffy tonight. <laughs> uh, which Poor is probably Lord good. <laughs> too much is too much. <laughs> it's all about a little bit of spice that makes the stew right. Um, you can find me back here next week with all these awesome people uh tuesday night um where we will perhaps wrap up this first part of the story um and then we are completely off the pre-written adventure path uh so those of you following along at home with the notes will know that we are already completely off the pre-written adventure path <laughs> we broke it Oops. um Oops. but uh, you fully expect that anytime you run a game if you think your players are going to do exactly what somebody Never. else predicted, that's not going to happen. Uh, but that's the, the thing I like to try and show is, here's all this stuff that's prepped, and that's what I'm using as a baseline. Where am I going to substitute and insert and figure out all these parts? Uh, on Monday nights, uh, you can catch me on my own Twitch channel at CA Sith Lord, uh, where I am still streaming Dave the Diver, the most fun scuba diving roguelike adventure that you run a sushi shop at night with an amazing <laughs> chef that has super cool animations every time you ask him to work on a recipe delightful just absolutely hilarious um in which i have successfully communicated with merfolk and i'm trying to help them return to their village that has been buried under a rock slide now 
Uh, it's all kinds of... And then I'm trying to save a baby whale. Aww. There's so many things happening in this game. It's it's a lot. You can actually watch Dave do it in the game. Yes. Even if you just buy it and play it yourself. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't want to watch my stream, if you pick up the game, which is delightful, uh, you will see me doing all of the things <laughs> I've just mentioned. Yeah. Digitally in a little Pixel Man format. Uh, and then enjoying uh, Mai Tai at the same time. So, uh, thanks for joining us. We will see you next Tuesday. Night, everybody. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.